Welcome to the Bible in 260 podcast, the podcast that brings you through the entire Bible in 260 days. Have you ever wanted to read the whole Bible but struggled to do so? This podcast is meant to help you do it. With five 15 to 20 minute episodes per week, you will hear the entire Bible read to you. There will also be occasional brief notes to help explain context, as well as a concluding question or thought to consider. So welcome to the Bible in 260 podcast, your journey through the Bible in 260 days. Welcome to episode 97. Today we'll read an extended explanation of moving the ark from Obed-Edom's house up to the city of Jerusalem, including a psalm of praise that David sings but also has an explanation of those who are put in charge of praising God. And it gives us an incredibly wonderful picture of how David took the worship of God, the praising of God as such a high priority in his kingdom and in his own personal life. And so we'll read that and we'll see how that connects as well to Acts chapter 24. But 1 Chronicles 14 is where we begin today. 1 Chronicles 14. King Hiram of Tyre sent messengers to David along with cedar logs, stonemasons, and carpenters to build a palace for him. David realized that the Lord had established him as king over Israel and that he had elevated his kingdom for the sake of his people. In Jerusalem, David married more wives and fathered more sons and daughters. These are the names of the children born to him in Jerusalem. Shemua, Shobad, Nathan, Solomon, Ibar, Elishud, Elphet, Noga, Nepheg, Japhia, Elishema, Biliada, and Ephla. When the Philistines heard that David had been anointed king of Israel, all the Philistines marched out to confront him. When David heard about it, he marched out against them. Now the Philistines had come and raided the valley of Rephaim. David asked God, Should I march up against the Philistines? Will you hand them over to me? The Lord said to him, March up, I will hand them over to you. So they marched against Baal-perazim, and David defeated them there. David said, Using me as his instrument, God has burst out against my enemies like water bursts out. So that place is called Baal-perazim. The Philistines left their idols there, so David ordered that they be burned. The Philistines again raided the valley. So David asked again, God, what should I do? This time God told him, Don't march up after them. Circle around them and come against them in front of the trees. When you hear the sound of marching in the tops of the trees, then attack. For at that moment, God is going to go before you to strike down the army of the Philistines. David did just as God commanded him and they struck down the Philistine army from Gibeon to Gezer. So David became famous in all the lands. The Lord caused all the nations to fear him. David constructed buildings in the city of David. He then prepared a place for the ark of God and pitched a tent for it. Then he said, Only the Levites may carry the ark of God, for the Lord chose them to carry the ark of the Lord and serve him perpetually. David assembled all Israel at Jerusalem to bring the ark of the Lord up to the palace, uh, up to the place he had prepared for it. David gathered together the descendants of Aaron and the Levites. From the descendants of Kohath, Uriel, the leader of 120 of his relatives. From the descendants of Merari, Aziah, the leader of 220 of his relatives. From the descendants of Gershom, Joel, the leader of 130 of his relatives. From the descendants of Elisaphan, Shemai, the leader of 200 of his relatives. From the descendants of Hebron, Eliel, the leader of 80 of his relatives. And from the descendants of Aziel, Aminadab, the leader of 112 of his relatives. David summoned the priests, Zadok and Abiathar, along with the Levites, Uriel, Azai, Joel, Shemai, Eliel, and Aminadab. And he told them, 
You are the leaders of the Levite families. You and your relatives must consecrate yourselves and bring the ark of the Lord God of Israel up to the place I prepared for it. The first time you did not carry it, that is why the Lord God attacked us, because we did not ask him about the proper way to carry it. The priests and the Levites consecrated themselves so they could bring up the ark of the Lord God of Israel. The descendants of Levi carried the ark of God on their shoulders with poles, just as Moses had commanded in keeping with the Lord's instruction. David told the leaders of the Levites to appoint some of their relatives as musicians. They were to play various instruments, including stringed instruments and cymbals, and to sing loudly and joyfully. So the Levites appointed Haman, son of Joel, one of his relatives, Asaph, son of Berechiah, one of his descendants, one of the descendants of Merari, Ethan, son of Cushai, along with some of the relatives who were second in rank, including Zechariah, Jaziel, Shemaramoth, Joel, Ani, Eliab, Benaiah, Masiah, Matathiah, Eliphaluhahu, Mekaniah, Obed-Edom, and Jael, the gatekeepers. The musicians, Haman, Asaph, and Ethan, were to sound the bronze cymbals. Zechariah, Aziel, Shemarath, Jael, Uni, Eliab, Masai, and Benai were to play the harps according to the Alamoth style. Mattathiah, Eliphalahu, Mechaniah, and Obed-Edom, Jaleel, and Azaziah were to play the lyres according to the Sheminath style. As led by the director, Kenaniah, the leader of the Levites, was in charge of the transport, for he was well informed of this matter. Barakiah and Elkanah were guardians of the ark. Shebaniah, Josephat, Nathaniel, Amazai, Zechariah, Benai, and Eliezer the priests were to blow the trumpets before the ark of God. Obed-Edom and Jehiel were also guardians of the ark. So David, the leaders of Israel, and the commanders of units of a thousand went up to bring the ark of the Lord's covenant from the house of Obed-Edom with celebration. When God helped the Levites who were carrying the ark of the Lord's covenant, they sacrificed seven bulls and seven rams. David was wrapped in a linen robe, as were all the Levites carrying the ark, the musicians, and the Kenaniah, and Kenaniah, the supervisor of transport, and the musicians. David also wore a linen ephod. All Israel brought up the ark of the Lord's covenant. They were shouting, blowing trumpets, sounding cymbals, and playing stringed instruments. As the ark of the Lord's covenant entered the city of David, Michael, Saul's daughter, looked out the window. When she saw King David jumping and celebrating, she despised him. They brought the ark of God and put it in the middle of the tent of David, the the tent that David had pitched for it. Then they offered burnt sacrifices and peace offerings before God. When David finished offering burnt sacrifices and peace offerings, he pronounced a blessing over the people in the Lord's name. He then handed out to each Israelite man and woman a loaf of bread, a date cake, and a raisin cake. He appointed some of the Levites to serve before the ark of the Lord to offer prayers, songs of thanks, and hymns to the Lord God of Israel. Asaph was the leader, and Zechariah second in command, followed by Jeel, Shemariah, Jeliel, Mattathiah, Eliab, Benai, Obed-Edom, and Jeliel. They were to play stringed instruments. Asaph was to sound the cymbals, and the priests, Benaiah and Jaziel, were to blow trumpets regularly before the Ark of God's Covenant. That day, David gave, first gave to Asaph and his colleagues this song of thanks to the Lord. Give thanks to the Lord. Call on his name. Make known his accomplishments among the nations. Sing to him. Make music to him. Tell about all his miraculous deeds. Boast about his holy name. Let the hearts of those who seek the Lord rejoice. Seek the Lord and the strength he gives. Seek his presence continually. Recall the miraculous deeds he performed. 
his mighty acts and the judgments he decreed. O children of Israel, God's servant, you descendants of Jacob, God's chosen ones, he is the Lord our God. He carries out judgment throughout the earth. Remember continually his covenantal decree, the promise he made to a thousand generations, the promise he made to Abraham, the promise he made by oath to Isaac. He gave it to Jacob as a decree, to Israel as a lasting promise, saying, To you I will give the land of Canaan as the portion of your inheritance. When they were few in number, just a very few, and foreign residents within it, they wandered from nation to nation and from one kingdom to another. He let no one oppress them. He he disciplined kings for their sake, saying, Don't touch my anointed ones. Don't harm my prophets. Sing to the Lord, all the earth. Announce every day how he delivers. Tell the nations about his splendor. Tell all the nations about his miraculous deeds. For the Lord is great and certainly worthy of praise. He is more awesome than all gods. For all the gods of the nations are worthless, but the Lord made the heavens. Majestic splendor emanates from him. He is the source of strength and joy. Ascribe to the Lord, O families of the nations, ascribe to the Lord splendor and strength. Ascribe to the Lord the splendor he deserves. Bring an offering and enter his presence. Worship the Lord in holy attire. Tremble before him all the earth. The world is established. It cannot be moved. Let the heavens rejoice and the earth be happy. Let the nations say, The Lord reigns. Let the sea and everything in it shout. Let the fields and everything in them celebrate. Then let the trees of the forest shout with joy before the Lord, for he comes to judge the earth. Give thanks to the Lord, for he is good, and his loyal love endures. Say this prayer. Deliver us, O God, who delivers us. Gather us, rescue us from the nations. Then we will give thanks to your holy name and boast about your praiseworthy deeds. May the Lord God of Israel be praised in the future and forevermore. Then all the people said, We agree. Praise the Lord. And David left Asaph and his colleagues there before the Ark of the Lord's Covenant to serve before the Ark regularly and fulfill each day's requirements, including Obed-Edom and 68 colleagues. Obed-Edom, son of Jaduthan, and Hosea were gatekeepers. Zadok, the priest, and his fellow priests served before the Lord's tabernacle at the worship center in Gibeon regularly offering burnt sacrifices to the Lord on the altar for burnt sacrifice, morning and evening, according to what is prescribed in the law of the Lord, which he charged Israel to observe. Joining them were Haman, Jaduthan, and the rest of those chosen and designated by name to give thanks to the Lord, for his loyal love endures. Haman and Jaduthan were in charge of the music, including the trumpets, cymbals, and other musical instruments used in praising God. The sons of Jaduthan guarded the entrance. Then all the people returned to their homes, and David went to pronounce a blessing on his family. What an incredible celebration that we read about here. David celebrating before God in the ark, uh, writing this beautiful psalm, telling them to put it to music, and then they would sing it out to remind themselves of just how praiseworthy God truly is, that he alone is to be worshipped and adored. And now we turn to Acts chapter 24, and we continue in the story of the Apostle Paul as he explains why he continues to serve and worship the God who's shown himself to him, Jesus himself. Acts 24. After five days, the high priest Ananias came down with some elders and and an attorney named Tertullus, and they brought formal charges against Paul to the governor. When Paul had been summoned, 
Turtles began to accuse him, saying, We have experienced a lengthy time of peace throughout your rule, and reforms are being made in this nation through your foresight. Most excellent Felix, we acknowledge this everywhere and in every way with all gratitude. But so that I may not delay you any further, I beg you hear us briefly with your customary graciousness. For we have found this man to be a troublemaker, one who stirs up riots among all the Jews throughout the world and a ringleader of the sect of the Nazarenes. He even tried to desecrate the temple, so we arrested him. When you examine him yourself, you'll be able to learn from him about all these things that we are accusing him of doing. The Jews also joined in verbal attack, claiming these things were true. When the governor gestured for him to speak, Paul replied, saying, Because I know that you have been a judge over this nation for many years, I confidently make my defense. As you can verify for yourself, not more than twelve days ago, I went up to Jerusalem to worship. They did not find me arguing with anyone or stirring up a crowd in the temple courts or in the synagogues or throughout the city, nor can they prove to you the things they are accusing me of doing. But I confess this to you, that I worship the God of our ancestors according to the way which they call a sect, believing everything that is according to the law and that is written in the prophets. I have a hope in God, a hope that these men themselves accept too, that there is going to be a resurrection of both the righteous and the unrighteous. This is the reason I do my best to always have a clear conscience toward God and toward people. After several years, I came to bring my people gifts from the, for the poor and to present offerings, which I was doing when they found me in the temple, ritually purified, without a crowd or a disturbance. But there are some Jews from the province of Asia who should be here before you and bring charges if they have anything against me. Or these men here should tell what crime they found me guilty of when I stood before the council. Other than this one thing I shouted out whilst I stood before them, I am on trial today before you concerning the resurrection of the dead. Then Felix, who understood the facts about the way more accurately, adjourned their hearing, saying, When Lysias the commanding officer comes down, I will decide your case. He ordered the centurion to guard Paul, but to let him have some freedom, and not to prevent any of his friends from meeting his needs. Some days later, when Felix arrived with his wife Drusilla, who was Jewish, he sent for Paul and heard him speak about faith in Christ Jesus. While Paul was discussing righteousness, self-control, and the coming judgment, Felix became frightened and said, Go away for now, and when I have an opportunity, I will send for you. At the same time, he was hoping that Paul would give him money, and for this reason he sent for Paul as often as possible and talked with him. After two years had passed, Porcius Festus succeeded Felix, and because he wanted to do the Jews a favor, Felix left Paul in prison. And I'm afraid that's where we're going to have to leave Paul again for today, waiting for his next part of the trial. But I hope you caught that as Paul's explaining his story and what's been happening in his life, he makes it very clear that his desire is to worship God, and the God he worships is Jesus, who was resurrected from the dead, that Jesus was not just a man, but God himself. And so Paul is making it clear that the worship that David did back in the day and the worship that he does is to the same God, a God who is Father, Son, that is Jesus, and Holy Spirit. And that God is worthy to be praised. Thanks for listening to the Bible in 260 podcast. May what you have heard speak to your heart and mind today. 
The scriptures quoted are from the Net Bible, http netbible.com, copyright 1996-2019, used with permission from Biblical Studies Press, LLC, all rights reserved. Our theme song for the podcast is The Call by Emily Ruth. You can find The Call and other music by Emily Ruth on Apple Music or Spotify or wherever you find your music.